My friends at Kevin's Worldwide is your full-service resource for branded merchandise. Kevin's is also one of America's largest distributors of promotional products and uniforms. You can reach them at kevinsww.com for the top brands of apparel and promotional products. And I mean, you can really reach them. Talk to a real person. Wow. So relax. From design to receipt of your order, you can be confident your imprinted product will represent you well. Contact them today at kevinsww.com. That's kevinsww.com. Thank them for supporting the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Entrepreneurs, small business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show. This is where we inform, educate, inspire, and entertain our audience of entrepreneurs, small business owners, and professionals who seek excellence. My name is Marty Wolf, and I am your host. You can learn more about me by going to my website, MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. That's MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. Along with my sidekick and my buddy and my executive producer, Mr. D.C. Taylor. Hi, D.C. Hi, Marty. Glad to be here. I'm thrilled you're here. As always, we will be your guides on this learning journey. My guest today is Dana, Dana, excuse me, A. Oliver, Dana A. Oliver, and we will be discussing his book, which is titled Mantra Design, Innovate, Buy, or Die. Subtitle says, Discover the Secrets for Profitable and Lasting Innovation. Dana, welcome to the Business Builder Show. Good morning, Marty. How are you doing this morning? And let me say first, it's an absolute pleasure to be part of the Business Builder Show and you know, uh, and I'm thrilled to get going. That's uh, yeah, I'm thrilled you're here. And again, this all started from the book. I, I, I'll mention the title several times uh, throughout the interview, but I want to uh, kind of give a heads up to our listeners who are used to listening to uh, a show and saying that was great. Let me take some notes. Let me buy the book. I, I read um, Dana's book, Mantra Design: Innovate, Buy or Die, and as I was reading it, it occurred to me it's would be unfair to Dana to just try to get this in 20 minutes. This book is packed, just absolutely packed with information for our audience of business owners. And so what we've decided to do, DC Taylor, my producer and I decided, hey, you know what, we're going to make a series out of this. So Dana, we too are grateful that you're willing to do that because that's a time commitment on your part. So I'm so looking forward to that. Today, we are going to cover um, just the first couple of chapters, but before I get into with the questions, let's do a quick introduction. Dana Perfect. A. Oliver is the senior director, I should say, the recently retired senior <laughs> director of research and development at Medtronic's Surgical Technologies Group or Division, and has helped grow this business unit from $100 million to approximately $2 billion in annual revenues over 14 years. 
He has. Dana has approximately 30 years of experience in the field of medical devices and has worked for some incredible companies, including Medtronic. He has applied for uh, 30 patent applications, and I know he's been granted lots of them. <laughs> I think it's 20. <laughs> so Dana attended Northwestern, Northeastern University, and so he is with us today on the Business Builder Show. So let's start at the very beginning, and I'm going to mention the book again. It's Mantra Design, Innovate, Buy or Die, Discover the Secrets for Profitable and Lasting Innovation. So, Dana, why did you, what, what, what inspired you or to, to write this book? What, what came over you to write this book? Thanks for the question, Marty. I mean, for me, you know, like you said, I have 30 years of experience and helped grow a division of Medtronic from $100 million to $2 billion. Boy, you have to believe there's a great story in there. Yes. And so for me, this was a great way of taking, you know, the best practices and my business philosophies, distill it down into a book and to share that with everybody. Yeah, well, yeah, and you've done a great job, and, and you're right. That is an incredible. I'm basically a sales guy, and when I see numbers like that, I go, "Wow!" I basically ask the question, "Okay, I'm interested. How the heck did he do that?" Because uh, that's pretty interesting. You connected. You wrote an earlier book, and I know you're connecting these two things. So, talk yeah. to me about your earlier book. What was the title of that, and how, how are you integrating what you wrote there into the new book? Yeah, thanks for that, Marty. The first book was titled uh, Mantra Leadership, Don't Become the Emperor with No Clothes. And it was interesting when I started, like I said, 30 years of experience, I wanted to begin writing about uh, about leadership as well as about innovation. Needless to say, the topics are, you know, deserve uh, so much, so much um, speaking about each of them, but in and by themselves, I decided to break the book into two, uh, two parts. So oh, okay. anyways, the first book, it emphasizes the importance of emotional intelligent leadership, which can which can help you increase your productivity by as much as thirty percent. The second book focuses on the best practices and how to identify your customers' unmet needs and then transform them into patent protected, you know, premium priced products. So there was just so much information. I thought, eh, you know what? I'm going to break these into two. I think that was brilliant. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, so let's address the uh, – we're not going to spend our, a lot of time on the whole leadership thing other than I want to go a little deeper on this emotional intelligence thing. You talked about yeah. it in the book that I read. Define that for me in, from your perspective uh, in why you wrote the book, why you included the words emotional intelligence in leadership. Go deeper on that. Yeah, thanks for that, Marty. And it's very, very important. I think for me, you know, a lot of people look at, um, they think of emotional intelligence as soft skills, which it is. But if you, you begin to look at emotional intelligence and in, integrate that into your leadership, that's when you can really touch people. I mean, when you look at IQ, the reality is people, when they identify a great leader, they people ultimately look at people who have emotional intelligence, and it separates an average leader from a great leader. And if you can, you know, obviously aspire to be a great leader, like I said, then, then you can increase, you can get your team focused, you can achieve your business objectives. And to me, when you look at a great business, right, a lot of people are going to talk about a, a, a fantastic strategic plan. And then 
you know, obviously you have you need an equally effective uh, infrastructure. Two very important pieces, and that's what most CEOs are concerned with. However, if if you have a leadership team that creates a wake of destruction, who wants to work for them? How mm. can you ever be great? So, in in order to have that third leg of the stool and to be a truly fantastic and great company, you need emotionally intelligent leaders that help you execute that strategic plan and develop uh, that infrastructure. Boy, that is so right on. And again, I'm in the business coaching world, and I see that all the time, Dana. Um, yeah, you're right. So I'm, I'm glad you, you laid that out so clearly as you did. Uh, you can have the greatest strategic plan, but if nobody's following or participating, uh, collaborating, you're simply yep. not going to get it done. <laughs> I mean, and, it, and there's all kinds of stories behind that, right? I mean, you experienced it yourself in the growth of your company, Medtronic, yep. and you've seen it in other leaders, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, one of our early leaders at Medtronic was Bill George. Yeah. He believed in people. Yeah. And at the end of the day, yeah. you know, business is about people. But it's funny, too many leaders get focused myopically on their own self-promotion. But the reality is who wants to work for a jerk? Who wants to work for somebody that only cares about their own self-interest? Yes. The reality is if you take an interest in your team, you set the strategic direction, and you're an inspiring leader, and you care about their promotion, boy, they will move mountains for you. And that's where this uh, productivity comes in is that when you care about your people, and it's your job to kind of ignite the spark, but they're the catalyst. I yeah. mean, you yeah. as a leader are one, but it's an army that builds your vision. Ah, uh, there you go. I'm a fan of Bill George. read his books, and uh, – yeah, I was a True North, his last one, I think. It was one of them, at least. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, great leader and obviously contributed to the success of Medtronic. Okay, so you laid down the tracks, if you will, in the first book, and I've not read that yet, but I'm going to, and our listeners are too, I'm sure, as we go through the series. Um, so leadership, and you, you, you went there first, and, and, I, yeah. and I agree with that. But let's, let's – well, not but. In addition to um, – so when you were writing the, the first one or the book now, the mantra design, did you have an audience in mind? Who were you thinking about was, what would be the potential readers? Yeah, absolutely. Great question, Marty, and thank you. I mean, obviously for me, Mantra Leadership was for all the entrepreneurs in the world, those startup companies, all those design engineers, anybody that – at the end of the day, it's applicable to anybody because it's customer-focused. And at uh. the end of the day – Business begins and ends with customers. So what I try to share is I try to share, again, business philosophies and best practices, particularly around how you can do innovation. Uh, and that's the essence of mantra design. Yeah. Um, go deeper on the title, because when I first yeah. read the title, I got to be honest. I go, yeah. what the heck is he talking about? And so, so I'm going to be honest. So mantra design, innovate, buy or die, discover the secrets of profitable and lasting innovation. But go, go a little deeper uh, into that title. De define it more for me and, and our listeners. Yeah, thanks for that, Marty. I mean, for me, if you want to be a great business, it all starts around organic innovation. And if you think about business, you know, there's a variety of things. You can worry about low-cost products. You can worry about trying to be an innovative company. You can worry about being an operational excellent company or customer-focused. To me, if you, especially all these startups, right, they don't have, as a startup or a small company, you don't have a great brand yet. You're trying to establish yourself. So naturally, you need to be product-focused. But the key 
key is how do you get your name on the market? And it starts with differentiating yourself. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about innovate, buy, or die, it's kind of the essence of how a lot of big businesses and small businesses. You know, for me, though, innovate is the best um, mechanism to get a rate of return on your business. After that, you can certainly go out and try to buy technologies and expand your business this way, or you can even try to buy places and milk them. Uh So in essence, what I'm trying to emphasize is uh, and this is the whole point around all the organic innovation, but it's it's about identifying with your customers, identifying their unmet needs. And when you do that, that helps these small businesses begin to identify. If you can solve an unmet need that your customers, excuse me, that your competition has not, then you have a leg up. And if you solve something that somebody else hasn't, then that means it, the likelihood of you getting intellectual property is very good. And if you have IP around something, that means you have a feature or a product set that someone else can't do, which then means you can get a premium price around that technology. Uh, so for me, you know, innovation and learning your customer, that that's where – um, you can develop a breakthrough product and create a very narrow sliver where you can separate yourself. And you don't need to be big and enormous like Medtronic. You just need to pick a place and say, I want to be the best in this small sliver. But if you're going to be the best, then, boy, you need to differentiate yourself from your competitors. Okay, I get it. Good explanation. Innovate <laughs> uh, or buy the product, the service, the people, whatever, the company, or, or you're not going to succeed. It's that simple. It is that simple, Marty. (laughs) It's that simple. All right. I got it. Um, Excellent. Now, on page 20 of your book, and this might be unfair because I'm not sure if I can rattle (laughs) these right off, but I'm looking at them. So if we struggle, I can read them. But you actually give a definition for leadership and you give a definition for innovation. Are you comfortable kind of give me your summarize or your your definition of leadership? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, the the best definition around leadership is at the end of the day, leadership's about influencing people. Uh-huh. It's really that simple. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're going to be a, a leader of a business, boy, you, you, again, it has to go back to you can be a jerk. And who wants to follow you? Who wants to work from you? Who wants to give you your best? Yeah. But if you want to set the vision, and it goes back to whether you're a small or a big place, you need to pick your team. You need to figure out what your strategic plan is. You need to focus on that. You need to give your people the tools, the resources, the time, the opportunity to achieve that. After that, it's up to them. Yeah. But I think, you know what? It's It goes down. It's all about people. So leadership is about influencing. But if you want to do that, you want to be an emotionally intelligent leader because you want people to work for you and give their very best. Yeah. And and and, and again, as we've already you've kind of already defined innovation, it's just a better way of doing something, being distinctive, being better, different, faster, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. So I got it. Uh, and as you were speaking, I was thinking about John Maxwell and he also describes yeah, that, you know, is it's leadership is nothing but influence. And also, while you're speaking, I'm thinking, you know what, this applies across the board to all size companies. But boy, I'm sitting here thinking if you're a startup company and you're a jerk, you yeah. got problems, baby. You ain't going to get to the point where you can where you can start to innovate and grow. Um, so it has applications across the board. You said that earlier. I want to drive home that point because it, yeah. it's so, so important. Okay, got it. Now, we've gone through um, chapter one and kind of an introduction of the book. And again, we are speaking with Dana A. Oliver. His book is Mantra Design, Innovate, Buy, or Die. Discover the secrets for profitable and lasting innovation. 
I want to get into chapter two now. And again, remind the listeners that we are going to be doing a series. So um, don't freak out because you say, well, what's the rest of it? We're, you're just chunking it down. Well, we're chunking it down on purpose because you should be taking notes. You should be learning. You should be buying the book so you can follow along. But let's get into chapter two or chapter two and where you go into deeper on uh, mantra number one, which is innovate, buy or die. And we've explained that. But anything you want to add to that before I go into some other specific questions? Yeah, you know, with the last question we talked about leadership and innovation, I kind of answered the leadership piece. Sure. But to go back to the innovation piece, I mean, let me briefly say that, you know, ideation is the ability to come up with ideas. But the reality is, what good is an idea if you can't commercialize them? Yes. It's nothing more than a dream. Yes. So innovation in my book is the distillation of ideas to practice. Hmm. And and that's what innovation is. And obviously, it needs to be something that it, it offers a feature or a benefit that someone else doesn't have. It. Otherwise, it's just a Me Too product, and what's the point of even bringing it to market? I'm going to be bouncing back and forth, so forgive me, because I got this emotional intelligence in my head, which I live on that. I talk about that all the time. But you have, is it 20 patents? You've applied for 30, and you have I I, I have actually patents. 25 patents with uh, more pending. See now, I'm going to I'm going to shoot something from the hipper to say most people you think that have 25 patents, you do not think of the words emotional intelligent. I mean, uh, you, you just yeah, don't, you know, Dana. You don't. You, you know what's funny is that uh, I, I was always really good around engineering and math and being creative, but I'll tell you, you know, you mentioned John Maxwell easy, earlier. Yeah. I read John's book. I read a lot of leadership books, sure. and and. To me, you know, after I read not only John's book, but Daniel Goleman's book, Primal Leadership, sure, yeah. it helped me differentiate myself. I was always really good and comfortable around people, and I could make people feel comfortable and unique. And so as a, as a relatively good design engineer with, you know, strong creative skills, it wasn't until I read that Daniel's Primal Leadership book that I began to recognize who I was mm. and, uh, and how I could employ emotional intelligence as part of the design engineering world and it helped me differentiate myself uh, from my peers and it certainly helped me what a leadership lesson we should give somebody your address so they can send you a check for that one (laughs) that was (laughs) solid that was good okay we're going to get into some specifics uh, about in chapter two you say the phrase i think i'm getting exactly right market share is your gps market share is your gps tell me more about that yeah, I think that's great. I love that mantra, by the way. I mean, for me, there's really three key metrics that are truly important as a business. I mean, so if you look at a lot of businesses, they get inundated with metrics, and it's easy to get uh, distracted by that. So for me, I try to emphasize to the readers in our audience, the first one is revenue. I mean, if, if you want to be a startup company, you want to be any type of growth company, you need to be growing your business at 10% or greater. Mm-hmm. So revenue is key. After revenue is, you know, you need cash flow. Mm-hmm. So what good is this revenue stream if you if you don't have positive cash flow? So to me, it's about EBIT. So so the first is grow the top, and if you grow the top and focus on the top, the bottom will follow. Too mm-hmm. many people get focused on the bottom, and mm-hmm. that's that's bad because then you're worried about quarterly earnings, you're worried about share price or or, or uh, your shareholders. If you grow the top and you play the long ball, you'll make the right decisions. And then, again, if you focus on the top, the bottom will follow. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the key. It's easy to screw your customers. 
So what I mean by that is, let's say you 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 have a monopoly, you, you've created this great little. Pro- let's talk about MyLand. Let's talk about the EpiPen. Okay. Here's a here's a great example of screwing your customers. So here it is, because you have a monopoly on the marketplace. What are you going to do? You're going to raise your prices. Yeah. So what's that do? It helps your revenue. It helps your EBIT. But who cares? Because at the end of the day, you're all you're doing is slitting, sliding, you know, you sl- slice your throat. Yes. So to me, Eventually, if yes. you look at yeah. If you look at market share, and this is what worries a lot of leaders because it's a metric they can't control. Ah. But at the end of the day, who's more important than your customers? You can't control them. But I'm telling you, if your customers are happy with you, you're going to have a strong market share. If your customers are dissatisfied with you, you will not have a strong market share. And as far as EpiPen goes, what's going to happen to Mylan is, you know, after the FDA, there's another product that momentarily has been taken off the market. As soon as they get back on the market, Mylan is going to lose a ton of share. Trust me. And their share price is going to go down. And, and it's only a matter of time before their CEO is going to have to resign. And, 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 and she should anyways. It's disgusting what she's done. So to me, this is a great example of market share is your GPS. You can't control it. You worry about the top, grow the top, the bottom follows, and focus on your customers because they're going to tell you if you're doing it right or wrong. Holy moly. <laughs> All right. Very good. Strong market share. That's setting direction. Grow the company. Uh, EBIT stands for earnings before interest and taxes, by the way, so in case uh, in case anybody is questioning that. Um, you're a small business. Um, okay. We're kind of running out of time a little bit. I, give me a few minutes or a couple minutes on the idea of spending a specific amount of time on innovation. You're, you're suggesting like spending 15% of your time on innovation. Go a little deeper on that thought process. Yeah, thanks, Marty. So for me, you have to be able to differentiate first. And what I mean by that is you want 85% of your R&D staff focused on the product brands that are going to drive home that top revenue line. What's mm-hmm. more important? If you want to grow, keep growing your company, you need to focus on the continuing differentiation. Mm-hmm. But that 85%, those are things that have been vetted. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that mm-hmm. is you mm-hmm. can do a lot of stuff in the background, and you should have this massive pipeline of things in, in the background that you're playing with, but they haven't been vetted. And the worst thing you can do is begin to introduce a product the fiscal year that you're going to try to remake and grow your business 10%. But if you're not working on a vetted concept idea, then my gosh, you could really mm. um, pull the rug out from yourself. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what I have found from experience is if you focus 85% of your resources on <clears throat> delivering the top line that fiscal year, and then if you keep 15% of your resources off working on the future, I'm telling you, and because it's so easy, it's it's like the 80-20 rule. You can do quick prototype stuff and do a lot of feasibility with only a fraction of the time. Yeah. So to me, 85% trying to hit your year, 15% of your boys and girls working on the stuff in the future. Okay, in case you weren't convinced at the beginning of this uh, interview, I'm pretty confident you are convinced now that you want to come back. We have been speaking with Dana a. Oliver. His book is Mantra Design, Innovate, Buy or Die, Discover the Secrets for Profitable and Lasting Innovation. Now, they're going to come back, Dana, but in the meantime, how can they learn more about you? Website? Well, how, how do you yeah. want people to connect with you? Yeah, that's great. Thank you for that, Marty. The best way is through my website, of course, which is www.mantra, M-A-N, 
T-R-A-Leadership.com, one word, Mantra Leadership. You can, you know, I post uh, interviews like this as well as you can get a read of my book. You can get a sense of who I am. You can make contact with me, but everything's available there. Okay, so we, uh, I'm going to seek your permission again. You're coming back, right? Absolutely, Marty. I'm looking forward to, yeah. to our series. And like you said, you're thinking like a series of nine uh, yeah. interviews of this, which I am thrilled for. I, I love doing these. I love talking about emotional intelligence. Yeah. I love talking about innovation, my two favorite subjects. Yep. So for me, it's a joy. And the way to make sure that you get uh, notice uh, of uh, the shows, the, the interviews we're going to be doing with Dana, just simply go to iTunes, look up Marty Wolf for the Business Builder Show, subscribe to Marty. Uh, that's me, by the way, of course. Or go to SoundCloud. And uh, most of my folks are subscribed to me on SoundCloud so that if you do that, you can see the ding where it say, okay, Dana's new show is up. This show will be available soon. And again, if you subscribe to SoundCloud, just look for Marty Wolf, Business Builder Show, you can subscribe. So, Dana, thank you so much for this episode of the Business Builder Show. I appreciate you coming on. And so let's wrap up. So on behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, and again, you can find more about me at MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com and my executive producer, Mr. D.C. Taylor. We thank you so much for being with us. And Dana, thank you so much for being part of the Business Builder Show and have an awesome week. Yeah, Marty, thank you for that. It's been a real pleasure to be part of Business Builders and it's been a joy and fun uh, to chat with you. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. My friends at Kevin's Worldwide is your full-service resource for branded merchandise. Kevin's is also one of America's largest distributors of promotional products and uniforms. You can reach them at kevinsww.com for the top brands of apparel and promotional products. And I mean, you can really reach them. Talk to a real person. Wow. So relax. From design to receipt of your order, you can be confident your imprinted product will represent you well. Contact them today at kevinsww.com. That's kevinsww.com. Thank them for supporting the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf.